You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. JSE-listed specialist retail REIT Vukile Income Fund, which owns a portfolio of shopping malls in South Africa and Spain, today reported its full-year results. It showed uh, net property income falling by a fifth for the year to end March after granting rental relief to struggling tenants in both jurisdictions as a result of COVID-19. But a strong Spanish performance and committing to dividend payouts of nearly 80% by uh, July was certainly lapped up by the market. Uh, Lawrence Rapp is uh, CEO of Vukile and joins us now. Lawrence, great to chat. Again, uh, what impact has that rental relief had on reversions, which seems to have held up really well? Michael, thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh, we are, are really delighted with the operating performance in the uh, portfolio. In South Africa, the rental reversions came in at minus 3%. But if you break that down, we signed over our 260 leases and 74% of them were either positive or flat. So really only 26% of the leases pulling the numbers down. So generally... You know, those are specific cases, not a general weakness in the portfolio, and that held up very well. And Spain uh, equally did superbly. Spain, we signed 116 leases over the period at positive reversions of 7.5%, which I think just shows the strength of the portfolio and the team we have uh, in Spain. Everyone is very interested to see what happens next. You know, the, the dust is starting to settle. There was a big hit in retail almost across the board. Uh, yes, some convenience shopping centres did perform better than most. Uh, but it does look like we're seeing as lockdowns have been lightened uh, and as uh, governments are adjusting their response, we are seeing customers flocking back to the malls again. What are you seeing through your portfolio? Michael, that's unquestionably correct. We are certainly seeing trends in our portfolio along the lines of what we seeing around the world, maybe a little bit stronger. Uh, South Africa, we have certain segments that are trading ahead of where they were uh, going into COVID. So certainly we are seeing shoppers coming back. In Spain also, footfall is increasing. Every time they lift a restriction, the shoppers do come back. What we are seeing as a general trend across both portfolios is that sales growth is outstripping footfall growth. In other words, shoppers, when they do come back, are coming with a far more focused spending mindset with higher basket sizes. So uh, all in all, I think the doom and gloom that we're all predicting, you know, a year ago when COVID started, fortunately, it's just not materialized. Customers will come back to shops when they can. They are still spending. And I think it's indicative that we really are sort of entering into a new era of retail, of what we call omnichannel, where you shop both in-store and online in one integrated offering. It's not a question of shunning shops uh, to sort of only shop online. Very few customers are going to do that. So we really are encouraged with the trends that we're seeing in terms of footfall and spend. So we're seeing this uh, this positive growth in trading densities, uh, this uh, positive weighted average per square meter. That's certainly looking really good. And this all despite online shopping, which I think is very interesting because this time last year, everyone was quite quick to uh, call the death of them all and read the obituary of the shopping centre, and uh, it hasn't really played out like that. What do you see as the lasting impact that COVID is going to have on on consumer habits, on shopping habits from here? I think, you know, one of the big trends is sort of an increased focus on health and hygiene-related issues. Um, I think that will sort of be here to stay, and I think we we will get to to do that. I think also what it's done is sort of it's speeded up uh, the rate of change in the retail industry. So, you know, we sort of see an era of, far more data-driven interaction with, uh, with, with customers. Um, I think success is going to lie in understanding your customers, and that's the shoppers, that's not the tenants. That's actually understanding the shoppers in your malls. And how to be able to be that link 
between the shopper and the tenant. And that's really how we're driving our strategy to take advantage of, uh, of that preferential role we have really as the, as the owner of the physical space where the shoppers come and where the tenants are located. If we can now provide the conduit for them to talk to one another, drive better offers, better marketing uh, material, we think that that will be very good for our senses overall. And that's probably for us one of the big Mm. Uh, changes in consumer behavior that will come about as a result of COVID. And then managing your, your balance sheets, uh, you did lower your gearing levels, you reduced your loan to value from 46 uh, or just over to 42.8%. Uh, you repay debt, uh, reducing that by 3.1 billion. What sort of LTV are you targeting over the medium term? Michael, just remember when one looks at Wokila, you've got to look at the composition of our business. Um, it's half offshore, half local. Uh, the Spanish business has LTV covenants of around 65%, whereas the local covenants in South Africa tend to be 50%. So when one looks at Wokile, one has to sort of be, uh, be prepared to look at it as sort of an international company and not a local-only portfolio. So the current gearing levels at 42% are quite comfortable. Um, you know, we prefer to look at interest cover ratio as sort of being the more important re- measure, and that is your ability to meet your interest payments those are comfortably 3.3 times covered, and that's after having given significant rental relief. So that should grow uh, going forward. When we look at the balance sheet, we tend to look at it holistically. It's not only about an LTV. It's about that. It's about an interest cover ratio. It's about your expiry profile, your undrawn facilities, your liquidity. And when we put all of that together, our balance sheet really is in a strong position. Well, the market certainly agrees with that. Uh, Mark, you up uh, 7% on the day on the back of uh, a very good performance for a very difficult period and obviously expecting uh, better times in the future. Lawrence Rapp, CEO of Vakile Property Fund.